Hey everyone, I'm Audio Nerd 64. And I'm Big Nakuma. <laughs> you win. Why are you laughing? Because I was expecting you to sing and I was I was holding out. I lost. You did. I did. We're your gamer friends. See, if you had just done it. Oh, please. I, oh, oh. I didn't sing on top of it. Shut I didn't sing on top up. of it. You're full of shit. You're full of shit. <sighs> Listen, I watched She-Hulk this week. Yes. And I learned a lot. And it's clear that you didn't. So I don't even know what you're referencing that I should have learned. I can't be more specific or it would be yeah, a spoiler. Yeah, it would be a spoiler. That's, that sucks. It's not it's time for the spoiler cast. It's no, not, not that not time yet. yet. Soon, though. Soon. How's Apex going? Well, I am starting to slip a little bit on mm-hmm. my battle pass, so I do have to catch up on that. How's your second job? I mean, how's Destiny going? <clears throat> um, You know, dealing with... Dealing with the summer, mm-hmm. the end of the summer, mm-hmm. people seem to be more committed to grass than Destiny, and it's... The leaves. Mm-hmm. They're changing. I think I'm going to get trombone champ. I think I'm going to cave and, and buy it. I think you should. I think it'd be very funny. I think it would actually be funniest if you somehow played with a trombone. An actual trombone? Yeah. I don't own a, a trombone. Well, buy one. Trombones are in cheap. Well, no one said it was going to be cheap making content. That's true. Uh, the link to the Patreon is in... Help us buy a trombone. <laughs> Please don't. I'm not. I'm not gonna buy a trombone. You could, you should play with your saxophone. Okay. It'll be sax jam. I mean, it's a little bit different because you know jam. it's the the slide mechanic is very much a part of the trombone, and the saxophone has keys. Mm. You know, so it's a little bit different. That does add to the humor of the videos that I have watched for sure. Good stuff. Good stuff. Anyway, we are here actually to have a conversation and not just to shoot the shit. It is spooky season. It is. I did something spooky recently. You did. Uh, It would be too much spooky to do the spooky thing during spooky season. So it was a pre-spooky season spook. It was the precursor. You know, you get warmed up. You know, it's, it's spooky foreplay. That's right. And I'm not talking about the person I play Destiny with. I am talking about Phasmophobia. And Dead by Daylight. I love that. We played them. And a very special guest really guided me through these games. And she's here to talk about it with us. I love that. Let's get into it. Today, we have a very special episode. Uh, (laughs) Every episode can't be a special episode, but today's definitely is. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Definitely is. As loyal listeners will know, I don't enjoy the devil. I don't enjoy (laughs) the devilry associated Mm -hmm. with the devil, Mm -hmm. nor do I appreciate... Anything even remotely associated with the occult or horror or, uh, you know, devilry, as I I refer to it. Absolutely. Except when our guest (laughs) decided (laughs) that payment for 
some goods and services rendered mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> would be would be most appropriate as game time being scared shitless by playing Phasmophobia and Dead by Daylight with her. Is that a good summary, Edna? I think so. Although goods and services makes it sound very sketchy. <laughs> it does. It really you does. Say that. <laughs> you should be a little bit more specific. Well, returning to the show, Edna <laughs> is our. No, we are going to explain it. Oh. I'm just you know finishing the introduction. <laughs> returning to the show is friend of the show and longtime collaborator, essentially the runner of our Discord, Edna, is here. Hey! Although, not really Edna. What? What? Enya. It doesn't really mean your name. Listen, if you want to abandon Enya for Edna permanently and officially, I'm on board. I think I think that's a permanent decision that I wasn't prepared for today. That's, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot going on today. It really is. Anyway, <laughs> you're here and we're happy to have you here. I'm happy to be here. Would you like to explain to the audience what we define as goods and services? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um I I helped Nick out with Collage's Discord. I set up roles because I'm a Discord nerd. The entire Discord really is the way it is because of Enya's hard, tireless work. Link is in the show notes if you want to look at it and be a part of it <laughs> and experience it. It's great. And I wanted that for my IRL Jobs Discord server, which we launched a few months ago. And I was like, I don't know how to do any of these things. <laughs> no, every time you're like, can we, can you want to, do we want to do this thing? And I'm like, yeah. I mean, you like kind of, ex- you like explain a little bit and then like, you do like some bleepity bloops. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> yeah. She understands how Discord works. So I was like, hey, let me pay you to set this up because it's for my job. It's not, it wasn't like a fun, cool thing that she decided to help out with. I was like, no, you, sh- you should get paid for your time in doing this. And this is how she wanted to be paid is, is in my time screaming. <laughs> I had to... Do a trade-off for your personal time (laughs) (laughs) instead of taking money from a nonprofit. Yes. I mean, it was a good deal for us, for sure. So I appreciate you allowing me to continue my frugality in that way. But let's cut right to the chase. Our patrons have already heard some of this. We did record it and we released it on Patreon for folks to enjoy uh, and for me to be embarrassed by. <laughs> but we played we played Phasmophobia. We played Dead by Daylight. Why don't we start by explaining what those games are for those people who are not committed to the occult? Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> God damn it. I just... Uh, So, Phasmophobia is a first-person horror game where Mm. you're Zach Baggins from uh, Ghost Hunters, essentially. And you you have a little van, and you stock up on little ghost hunting supplies, and you go into a house, and you got to figure out what the ghost is, and you got to take pictures of it. And unlike 
the ghost show that Edna is referencing, <laughs> the the things that happen in the game are actually happening. And they're very <laughs> scary. Would you like to give a few examples of what this looks like in practice? Yeah, you you go in and on the setting that we played on, there's like a, a timer where you're safe, essentially. It gives you time to set up. The baby setting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you, the ghost can't do anything, but you can figure out where it is. Uh-huh. So the ghost has like one room in the house and some of them roam. But essentially you get haunted by ghosts for however long it takes for you to win or you die. That's exactly right. By the ghost killing you. By the ghost killing you. Specifically by the ghost putting its disgusting and horrifying fingers in your fucking face. Those are and, some swamp hands. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, this the ghost is... I thought ghosts can't touch people. I mean... <laughs> I have I was touched. I've been touched by the ghost. By the ghost. <laughs> After I died, the very first time that I died in the very first round that we played, I died because I couldn't figure out how to open the door that I was stuck in. (laughs) And it wasn't funny, actually, because I knew that the ghost was coming and I had a limited amount of time. And of course, Dump Truck and Edna orchestrated my death Mm -hmm. uh, and, and failed Actually, mm-hmm. Edna died first, thinking yeah. that I was going to be the one to die. I somehow escaped and then was very quickly killed off because I was lied to about the mechanics of the game. I was told that the flashlight was going to prevent the ghost from coming to me, but apparently no. it, it also increases your insanity. Like, you have oh. an insanity meter, and that makes mm-hmm. it more likely for the ghost to attack you versus your colleagues. Oh, that's rough. That's ableist. <laughs> the ghost said, you are yes. the most mentally unstable here right now. We must come I got to get you. That's yeah. exactly right. Well, yeah. <sighs> so the, they can find you by light, and if you're not in a hiding spot. Although there is one ghost that specifically will seek you out if you're in a hiding spot. Wow. Yeah. See, I'm glad I didn't play this. This is thought of everything. I don't. It's so fun. It's, I don't know. Well, now I have it purchased, so maybe I'll. You might as I'll, well. It is spooky season. Maybe maybe that should be an event or something. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I'm talking to myself. I'm talking about it. Anywho, uh, you know, there was a lot of screaming. I did have to tell Jordan to keep it down. <laughs> Y'all had your windows open. The windows were wide open. <laughs> it was like 10 30, 11 o'clock. It's like just the the time threshold for people to be not screaming, you know, at the top uh-huh. of their, at the top mm-hmm. of their lungs. <laughs> My God. Uh, yeah, unabashedly, it was terrifying. Did you have fun at least? I did. <laughs> <laughs> Let me put it this way. It's not that I didn't have fun. It was fun playing with Edna and Dump Truck. It was fun experiencing something new, especially something that I had, like, heard a lot about. Mm -hmm. Phasmophobia is also available in VR. Oh! And that was really how I was, you know, aware of it. Like, who the fuck would ever (laughs) put a VR helmet on to experience something like that? It was enough for me 
on PC. I could no, that's no, no. See, I get where y'all are coming from. It is scary, and I spent like the first few months of us playing it. Like, I lit a candle in the room. I made sure the lights were on. Like, I was like, <laughs> I am not having a ghost jump through my like computer screen and live here. To um, be fair, I did not do that for Jordan. I made sure that all the lights were off, and I have like some fancy strips in here. I made sure everything was red. Just to, just to <laughs> the get the vibes right. Yeah. The, yeah. the mood lighting was there. But now that's now fun. it's like, whatever. It can now be true. Okay. So, but but a few months in, you had to... That's a, that's a decent amount of time to get acclimated to your job of ghost hunting. Yeah, it's a lot. It was actually much more in-depth than I was kind of expecting. Because I didn't really know what was going to happen going into it. Other than like spooky shit. So it was interesting that the game mechanics really were building toward... Um, almost like solving a mystery. You have yeah. to use different items. Like Edna referring to where the ghost is in the house, you figure that out by walking around with a thermometer. And, you know, ghosts are cold. So if you find a really cold area of the house, that is where the ghost is hanging out. Mm-hmm. And then you have to go back to the truck and get a different set of tools and stuff to measure the ghost's fingerprints and, like, try to talk to the ghost, which is insane, and try to, <laughs> you know, dance with the ghost and uh, all that kind of shit. I don't think you danced with them. I didn't dance with the ghost at all. But isn't there something <laughs> about, like, you, you're recording them walking in front of something? I don't know. Oh, yeah. So there's the dots projector, which is, like, a— Yes. Yeah. And you could see them walk through it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, and then there's also crazy shit like a summoning circle, which is how you summoned whatever demon came and killed me eventually, but killed you first, LOL. That uh, that always happens to me. It's a, it's a running thing that if I find the cursed item, which there's six of them, um, if I find the cursed item first, ev- shit's going down. <laughs> and so I will die. Is there always a cursed item in every... Level yes. or whatever? Every time you load in, there will be one. And there's custom settings now, so that's a whole thing. But we can get into that later. Every every time you load in, there will be one. It's random which one it is. And they all... Most of them are the same mechanic. So there's a summoning circle, which you have to light with a lighter. And then that will auto-summon the ghost to the basement. Mm-hmm. And uh, in hunt mode. They all start off in hunt mode when you do that. Is there any gameplay advantage to doing that other than to fuck with the people that you're playing with? <laughs> um, not the summoning circle. There's the mirror, which will show you which room the ghost is in. Oh. And it spawns right next to the front door, generally. So you can just do that and then have the room. How does that work? A lot of the rooms are basically the same format with like the exceptions. Like All the houses are basically the same. There's also campsites, the farmhouses, and the asylum and school. But basically, all the houses are kind of the same format. There's bedrooms, and they're kind of copy and pasted. You could tell, like, something's the garage or something's the basement pretty easily, the bathroom. Got it, got it, got it. So all of that was the status quo until literally this week when a big update dropped. Is that correct? Yeah, on Tuesday. What has changed? Oh, so much. Uh, Like I said, there's custom settings now. So you can potentially load in with all six cursed items. Oh, Um, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you want that? Have fun. (laughs) It's my favorite part of the game. Uh, (laughs) uh, You can change how 
quickly the ghost can hunt. You can turn off hunting entirely. Ooh. Yeah, which is something I did yesterday, actually, just to kind of look around because there's new maps. Oh, okay. They redid the asylum, which was a giant map that was mostly the same thing. Like I said, like copy and paste it over and over again. And they made very distinct areas. There's a morgue. There's a chapel for your religion horror. Love that. There's like an outdoor area now. And they also made that map into five smaller maps. So you can play on a smaller restricted version is what they call it. Mm. Oh, good. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So many options for Nick. (laughs) It's a lot of fun. And then there's, they also made a smaller version of the campsite. Oh, okay. Okay. Did they add new ghosts in? No, they just did a big ghost update. I want to say like three months ago, probably. Sometime this summer. And they added three or four new ghosts. Including that one that, like, can find you when you're hiding. Jesus. So, Anya, I have to ask, when you are playing this game, you know, are you like, oh, this is totally real. I'm playing a documentary right now. Or is it just like, nah, this shit is all fake anyway. So I'm just here to have a good time. I realize that the video game is fake. (laughs) The (laughs) The video game is fake. Spoiler alert. And I don't think that ghosts can physically affect you in the way that they will kill you if you hit a certain sanity level. But I do think that, you know, energy is constant mm-hmm. and you exist. And then mm-hmm. where does that go? Yeah. See, that's a good clarification. Cedric and I were actually just talking about this. We were. I was about to have you explain to our listeners why you don't think that ghosts are real. Yeah. Oh. I, I want to put an asterisk on it because... If you want to have a conversation about, like, energy or spirits or, like, paranormal stuff that is not based on your previous life, then, okay, we can have a discussion. However, if you believe that, like, your great-grandmother is, like, still hanging out or something like that, explain white people sleeping. (laughs) Like... If I got to choose, I, I'm a, a formerly enslaved person. I died in a field or like getting thrown over a ship or something like that. And I get to choose between eternal peace or making sure that no one even related to the person responsible ever slept again. Guess what? <laughs> yeah, right. Never sleeping again. So... If we want to talk about, like, spirits and stuff, fine. I, I understand that to be a little different. You know, your explanation about energy, okay, I'm with it. But, like, straight up, you know, ghosts in the traditional sense, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't believe in horror movie ghosts. And that, like, I I don't think somebody's going to come in and, like, knock all my shit off the walls, <laughs> slap me across the face, and be like, hey, you're a bitch. <laughs> like... <laughs> Get out my house. I don't think that's a thing. Uh Uh-huh. I'm sure there... I feel like... I shouldn't say I'm sure. I don't know. People kind of hanging out. They lived in this house that I lived in before me. Maybe died here. And Where are they? Yeah. Like Like a Black Panther ancestral plane type situation. Exactly. You know, other other dimensional type stuff. Mm-hmm. I, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is part of the reason why I don't tempt fate by playing these games. <laughs> That's why I got the Jesus candles. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> the second game that we played is also mm. super spooky, very different. Um, yes. Cedric, you've actually played Dead by Daylight. I have. Multiple Would you times. explain yeah. for the people what Dead by Daylight is? So, Dead by Daylight is basically what are they? It's like tag, essentially. It's hard. <laughs> There's okay. like a there is a name for this as a game asymmetrical. Genre. Who fucking cares? <laughs> it's, it's tag. It's spooky tag. It's spooky tag. You run around with your three friends or four, right? It could be four people. Yeah, it's four. It's four. Okay, you run around with your four friends, and then a fifth person is the monster person, and then there are monsters from all different. Stories, there's like the Stranger Things monster got added in there, and there's like I think Jason's in there, and just a whole bunch Jason of Jason is not in there. Oh, that's embarrassing. Non licensed trapper man with a machete and bear traps is in there. <laughs> got it, got <laughs> it, got it. We love well, like, skirting Freddy around copyright, there, right? Freddy's there, uh, yeah, but there's that um Friday the 13th game, got so it, so they oh, couldn't get licensing for it. Yeah. I see, I see. So, anyway. Your goal as the four people is to be chased around and not get caught by the monster person Mm -hmm. who will, you know, take you and then put you on a meat hook, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is very difficult to get off of. It's statistically, you might as well just wait for someone to come save you. Right through the shoulder. Right. It's disgusting. Right. Yeah. It's It is disgusting. It's 4% chance. It's so low. I think you have a better chance of getting a rocket blast as Luigi in Smash Bros <laughs> than getting off of a hook. I think it's like 11%. Mm. Very low. But this is even lower. Um, so your four people are running around trying to fix generators. And then once you fix those generators, those generators will allow you to leave. Uh, but they will allow you to open a oh, door. Oh, right. Open the door yeah. to then leave. Which is its own process. Which is its own process. Yes. And then you you run around, you get hit, you get smacked around. You know, people can come heal you. You can hide in a locker, but usually the monster finds you anyway because, you know, whatever. You can, like, put obstacles down as you're running away to try to trip up the monster person. It's a whole thing. I have not gone this far, but Jordan doesn't have any chill. And when he plays a new game, will dig quite deep. Mm. Into the rabbit hole <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, to learn about it. So there are people who are like, like very strategic about their runnings and mm-hmm. looping. They're loop, it's called looping, 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 yes. and dodging, and very strategic Dead playing hard. in a way that I <laughs> am just like I'm just gonna run around and scream. Sometimes you get a Joker in there, you know, the literal DC Joker. No, I mean like a Joker <laughs> as a monster. Like they just like fuck around. Oh, and, they meme. They mean. Mm-hmm. They mean. Yeah. Uh, which is always a fun su- little surprise, you know? And I, I don't hate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think it's less scary because it's third person. So, like, it's a little, I'm a little less, I'm a little removed, you know? One time I did play that game. Uh, I ate an edible an hour before I started. That was a mistake. Because, <laughs> like, that as the monster fun. gets near you, the, your heart beat starts going in the in the game. You hear it, the music sometimes. And I'm like, Am I crazy? Am I losing it? Yeah. Let me correct the record here. Yeah. I think that Dead by Daylight is scarier. Interesting. Than Phasmophobia. Interesting. Despite being in third person. And here's why. In Phasmophobia, I didn't understand at 
all what was going on, mm-hmm. really. Fair. And things were just happening around me, and it was random, and therefore almost less scary because I wasn't expecting anything necessarily. Mm-hmm. It was really the the apprehension of waiting for something to happen <laughs> that was really scary in Phasmophobia. With Dead by Daylight, you're like underselling this heartbeat thing. As the killer is getting closer to you, the mechanic of the game to warn you, because there's no like mini-map, right. to warn you that the killer is getting close to you, your heartbeat starts getting louder and louder to the point where you really can't hear anything else, at least not the way that the settings were put up for me. So it is like this terror meter for me, where my own anxiety and heart rate are skyrocketing. And if you're not good at the game, which I wasn't because it was the first time I was playing, you're easy pickings. And so, of course, the person's going to be constantly going after you because after you get hit the first time, you're weaker. So you're closer to Limping, running around. Yeah, you're limping, you're bleeding. There's theoretical hole in your shoulder, just air going right right. through it. That's exactly right. (laughs) So that's the air going through your shoulder hole. There's also just more sound design going on in Dead by Daylight. Like when your teammate gets put on a hook, they put out this blood curdling scream, which is like legitimately unsettling. And while you're doing the generators, it's it's kind of almost like a quick time event that you're actually playing like to fix the generator, you're just doing a series of quick time uh, mm-hmm. events. But I didn't understand that the audio cue to warn me that one of these quick time events was coming up was that audio cue. So every single time this like uh. harsh piano <laughs> note plays, I stop what I'm doing to like look around because I think that that means that something's about to like attack me or something. Now that means you're about to fuck up this generator because yeah, if you I- fuck up the quick time <laughs> event, it goes. <laughs> And then, and then it explodes in your face. Right. The monster knows where you are. And then exactly. they start running for you. And then the heart, it's like a, it's never ending loop. It actually. was a never ending loop. I was constantly, <laughs> ter- I, I was in a state of terror the entire time. I love that. However, even though I think it was scarier, I also had more fun playing that because it did feel like I had a little more agency in Phasmophobia. Oh, you're walking everywhere very slowly. Like, it, it is a little bit more like uncovering a mystery so the pace is slower versus Dead by Daylight, which is like you're in, you're trying to get these generators, you're getting hunted, and you are running around. And some of the monsters are legitimately very scary to me. Some of them are hot. It's <laughs> hot. Which of them is Which ones? Hot? Which ones? I need to look them up. Are Which you one? Huntress? Uh, Huntress, yeah. Huntress is a big... Specifically look at Huntress Hunt- on Hooked on You. Huntress. Let me make sure we get these keyboard sounds in here. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want me to type a little bit? Huntress. Yeah, do it, yeah, do it up. Got to get that sweet That's sound funny. design in there. Huntress. What is it? What did you say? Huntress. Hooked, hooked on, on You. Hooked on You. Got it. It is the Dead by Daylight dating simulator. Oh, Jesus. Fuck off. It's real. It's $10. Oh, my God. I'm not mad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not mad. I'm upset. I'm not mad. Are you? She's big. Uh, Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I have to say, of the two, I would play both again. 
mostly just to play with Edna and for Edna and Dump Truck and whoever else to be able to laugh at me screaming. Um, like Ryan needs to get out on this show. But like Dead by Daylight, I feel like I would play regularly, mm-hmm. you know? Like we should do it once a month or something. I don't want to overpromise and underdeliver. And yeah, which Every one's day. your favorite? Every- <laughs> uh, between Dead by Daylight and Fast? Yeah. Uh, Dead by Daylight, yeah, because it's just, it's, it's the same thing of like, you don't really know what's happening and when it's happening. You kind of have an idea, but it's less formulaic. And also just a really fun party game, essentially. Especially if you're able to get a fifth person in there, you can do custom games. Oh. You can play against your friends. That's really fun. Just to have everybody running around screaming at each other and putting on stupid builds that like have you automatically wiggling out basically whenever uh, you get picked up, which I did to Tim a couple times and I think bothered him. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go ahead and say I know bothered him. <laughs> it was uh, very funny to see him be bewildered as to how you were escaping over and over again. Yeah, which wasn't fair. It was He hasn't played the game very much either, and I was just kind of, I was a little bit of a bully. <laughs> you, you, you gotta get it in a little bit. Why not? Why not? That's, and that's what really matters. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it was it was a good time, even though it was, you know, the devil was in the room when that game was being made. The devil definitely put in a few lines of code, for sure. A little bit. Just a few. Just a few lines. A but... Definitely fun. Uh, definitely a good experience. So we'll we'll have to we'll have to do it again. Maybe for for spooky season, some some Halloween Dead by Daylight action. Yeah. Are there any upcoming edits to the game or or promised things that you're excited for? And maybe you could also talk about how fucking big the game is already. How much of a download was it for you guys? It was eighty something at this point. I was think? it eighty? Or is it less? 60 or 80. It was a lot. It's I was a like, lot. this is a lot for this kind of game. But apparently me. there is a lot. Oh, it's 29 gigabytes for Dead by Daylight. I, but it updates constantly. So the community is currently in an uproar because oh, they drama? do drama. They do mid chapter updates every like six weeks or so. It's like kind of like a warning, like, Hey, an update's coming out. Let's test it. And so they do their little test build. And in this test build, they are... Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) They're testing an anti-slugging, which slugging is when you're left on the ground for extended periods of time. Mm -hmm. And also an automatic mori, which is a memento mori. It's when, like, the killer gets a cool animation to kill you instead of just hooking you. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. um, to do that automatically like when the game would end anyway. So currently, I think it takes about 30 seconds to fully recover yourself from the ground if you're left there that long. Mm-hmm. They are making it so you can automatically pick yourself up after 45 seconds as base kit, no matter how many times you have gotten up. Oh. If you're left on the ground for 45 seconds. They are buffing another perk that would let you do that once per game to where it gives you a 100% speed boost. So you can get yourself up in 22 and a half seconds with that perk. 
Oh. Uh, which is not a lot of time. No. I'm listening to this and like having only played a, a small number of rounds overall, but having watched quite a few YouTube videos, it does seem as though the balance of the game is probably a concern because some monsters really seem to be OP, but most of the time it seems like the survivors really have the edge. Mm. And it seems like yeah. what you're describing would give them even more of an edge. Yeah, it's a game that's really hard to balance because you can have four people who have put thousands of hours into the game. Um, they are all playing together, and so they have microphones. There's no in-game communication otherwise. Oh, yeah. So either you play with people you know, and then you know exactly everything that's going on and where the killer is and what they're doing and what their perks are, or you load in by yourself and you don't know anybody else's situation. You don't know what perks your friends are using. You don't know what their strengths are or anything. Like, there's no pings. You get a point there and a come-hither motion, and that's it. So you have to kind of balance for these swifts, is what they're called, survivors' friends. And then these people that are <laughs> just kind of loading in, playing by themselves without, like, 90% of the information. Got hmm. it. Huh. I wonder if they've considered doing, like... Uh, skill-based matchmaking or... There is. The issue is that there's a soft cap because otherwise matchmaking would take way too long. Mm, so right. you have mm -hmm. like kind of like the intermediate and those people that have 7,000 hours that live and breathe this game all kind of in the same bucket. And uh, it's uh, it can be messy. I feel like every online game has a matchmaking issue. No one's yes. figured it out. Who even knew? Dead by Daylight. The community is in an uproar. <laughs> <laughs> the Dead by Daylight community is constantly in an uproar. There's, you get, <laughs> oh, you're just a killer, man. You just want to get your kills. You want, you think you should get four kills of your game. And then there's like, you're a survivor, man. You click flashlight teabag. Uh, like, it's, it's, so it's just, it's just a game that like is made to like really just have like these two teams against each other all the time. Yeah, I... That's hilarious. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's... I love it. I love it. It reminds me of the issues that Evolve had. Evolve was like that asymmetrical monster hunting game where mm. like four people were hunting an oversized monster and the monster was like really weak at the beginning, but if you let it eat too much and it got too big, I think there were like three stages or whatever, then yeah. it was basically unstoppable. Whereas in Dead by Daylight, everyone's powers are like, you, you load in with a build. And so it is what it is. Uh, the entire time, there's no like uh, advantage human at first, and then it shifts toward the killer or vice versa. Although I guess you could argue that depending on the number of generators done and stuff like that. Yeah, it depends on killer too. Like Michael Myers is in the game and one of his mechanics is a stock meter. And if he fills up his stock entirely, he can get you of the one hit down. And if you have an add-on on him, he can just straight up kill you. Oh, so there are some elements of hmm, yeah, interesting. Of of snowballing effect. And yeah. that's kind of what this test build is going to cause problems with because there's killers like Nurse who have a blink ability and can get around the entire map in five seconds. There's a cannibal, which is Bubba from Texas Chainsaw, and he has a chainsaw ability that no matter what kills you in one hit. 
And one of the streamers I watched, Odd Starva, he managed to kill the entire team and end the game in 11 seconds. Holy shit. 11 seconds. Yeah, in that test build. Because if every single person goes down, the last person that gets down gets auto-killed and then everybody else dies. Oh. Yeah. So, and if, and the fastest you can get yourself up right now is 22 and a half seconds. So you don't have time if everybody gets down right immediately. Wow. I was thinking that the advantage was going to be survivor like pretty much all the time in that situation. But um, I guess, I guess I just don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. It fully depends on who the killer is and how they have movement. Hmm. Yeah. Well, are there any other parting thoughts that you might have about Dead by Daylight or Phasmophobia? I want more people to play Dead by Daylight with me, specifically. (laughs) That's my parting thought, is it's a very fun game. It is a pain in the ass to get started with, but it is so fun, and I love it. I can co-sign on it being fun. I will I will commit to playing once a month. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think it's been a month. I think we gotta schedule that. Yeah, we should schedule it. We should do it. <laughs> you told me about playing Faz the other day and I was like, mm. Oh yeah, yesterday. <laughs> you were like, have you played the update yet? And I was like, oh, a little bit. And you're like, hmm, okay. And I was like, you could play with me. Mm. I see your Destiny group wasn't really together last night. You could play with me. (laughs) We love the call out. (laughs) We did something else. We did something else. We didn't do the raid. Yeah. Um, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, if you're interested in Dead by Daylight, you should join the Discord and then join Edna and Ryan and Dump Truck and sometimes me playing Dead by Daylight. Oh, he does? I thought he enjoyed it. That's so funny. Oh, that's funny. So you and Ryan, then. that no, yeah. that's actually funny. No, anytime like Dump Truck is like mad at a game, I'm I have I hate to be the person to say this, but it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's desperate for to play with us, and it's just like this is the game we're playing. And he's like, fine. And he straps <laughs> in and he deals with it for a little bit. That's beautiful. Yeah. Well, much to Cedric's chagrin, before I let you go. I do want to ask one more question about an entirely different game. <gasps> How are you enjoying Call to the Lamb? Did you finish it? Where are you at with it? What were your impressions of it? The several I, questions. <laughs> it's a <good. laughs> um, I did. I finished it. I haven't gotten all the achievements yet. Okay. I I loved it. Yeah. So Cult of the Lamb, if you're unaware, is a Devolver Digital published title, which automatically means that it's good. And <laughs> Wow, high praise. It's true. It, it's like an RPG meets Roguelite meets Stardew Valley? Yeah. You are a lamb who becomes the servant of the devil? The one who waits. The one who waits, a.k.a. the devil. Although, (laughs) to be fair, you're like doing religious warfare against who I have not finished the game. So I can only assume are like his brothers or something. Like he clearly, the one who waits clearly used to be part of the main religion that you're fighting against. Um and I haven't gotten to the end of it yet, but I'm really enjoying it. You have a bunch of followers that are 
your cultists and that part of the game, like your home base is you're just farming and shit. It's like very cute, very fun until you sacrifice someone and they get eaten by a monster and you get power from that. So you kind of are incentivized to do it. It's a little sad. Or you could choose the options that make sacrificing negative and you choose things like a feast day or a rest day, which kind of, they take more resources and your stuff kind of slows down where like if you're like, oh, I need food and all my farmers are resting. I got to I got to do the farming. Um hmm. so there is an option. You have options. But you just decided not to take it, Jordan. Well, not all of those are are poised against one another like the option is not feast or sacrifice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but there's But but here's the thing, you did have an option to oh, either so you're still mad. resurrect people <laughs> or not. Yeah. So you're mad. No, I'm not mad. I am just saying that I was a character, one of the mm-hmm. first ones in his cult. And when I died and he had the choice to resurrect me, he did not. Okay. Here's what happened. <laughs> I did not know that, like, your cultists are just going to get old. Yeah. I I didn't assume that to be a game mechanic. I figured if I don't kill you... Or get you killed, (laughs) that you're just part of the cult. Because I knew that you could, like, marry people before Mm -hmm. I started. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, like, I'll make Cedric one of the cultists. And then we'll, like, get married. Well, he fucking got old and died. Yeah. Same thing (laughs) happened with uh, Tim. I, like, Tim was, like, my first one to die. Or, oh, Poppy got old first. I made Poppy. But Tim was my first little culty. And I made Poppy. And she, like, got old. And I was like... Is my cat about to die in game? Am I gonna cry? Yeah. <laughs> a warning would have been nice. Yeah. These people are that. going to age and die, and you're gonna have to dig their graves or eat their flesh. Oh yeah, god. <laughs> have you related to eating? Have you had a lot of them go up to you and be like, look, I know this is dark. I wanna eat some poop. I have had both people asking to be served poop and people asking for me to prank someone else by forcing them to eat poop. Yeah. And I have complied with both rules. <laughs> <laughs> it's what they want. It's, it consenting. is what they want. Yeah. I mean, you're basically punished for not doing the things that they ask you to do. You can either accept their little quest or you can take an immediate hit in terms of your faith. Like, because the whole overall game is structured around how much they believe in you. And if their Mm -hmm. faith gets too low, then they'll start like becoming heretical and going around and convincing people to leave or like, you know, turn on you. So I got so frustrated and made so many bad decisions, not really understand. I kind of just figured that I would eventually have everything and that the choices, like the choice between resurrecting someone or holding a funeral for that person, uh, I thought, oh, eventually I'll earn enough whatever to also resurrect them. And it turns out you're making binary choices. (laughs) Yeah, it depends on what choices they are and where. Right. So I ended up starting a new save file. I think I'm about like halfway through the game again. It's been a little bit since I uh, have played, but if you are interested in devilry or farming or (laughs) roguelites. Yeah, if you like Hades, it's basically Hades. If Mm. you like Animal Crossing, 
it's basically Animal Crossing, but you also murder. Yeah. Like, if you have that one villager that you really wish you could get rid of. Hans. <laughs> Damn. Still this the Hans slander. A great game for you to play. <laughs> I hate that man. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, Edna, we are so appreciative of you stopping by during this very spooky season to talk about some very spooky games. And I appreciate you introducing uh, Dead by Daylight into my life and and forcing me in many ways to <laughs> play the game. And and I'm happy that I made that that choice. I uh, only had to bug you for a few months about it. So, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I did put it off for as long as possible. <laughs> I don't even think I was really like nudging you about it. I think it just kind of no, came. I out was. Like I was like, you. Oh, Edna. No, I, it never <laughs> left my brain that I agreed to do it and and <laughs> needed to follow through. Uh, it just took a little bit. Just took it a little happens. while. It you happens. know. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Somebody played for... Dead by Daylight with me. We will. We will. We're, we'll okay. we'll do we'll it. Be around. We can't do it both together, unfortunately. Well, we could. We could, yeah. You, but I'm not going to play on on a console. I'm going to continue to play on PC. Okay. So well. you could play on your um, console while I play on your PC. See, see that? <laughs> see what he did this there? He's, yeah. he's taking it, Cedric. You better he be careful. Really, really is. Oh my god. No, no, no. Mm. No, no. <laughs> Well, I think that was a show. I'm in agreement that it was oh, a show. There it is. There it is. It was a show. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 couldn't, couldn't get past one episode. I see. Well, that would break <laughs> 100 and some odd you episodes. You didn't of, start with yeah, the singing. Yeah, but the, the spoiler cast sometimes, you know. No, it's not, it hasn't also, been a hundred. Excellence songs. of a few of them, I think, count for more than <laughs> count one. For okay. Yeah. Like some of them Actually, were. Actually, we should were go look back and see yeah. what, when the first episode was that you decided to interrupt me. That sounds was. like labor. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not labor I'll be doing. Fair. That's fair. Um well. Thank you, as always, for listening. And thank you, Anya, for joining us, gamer friend, one of our favorite gamer friends. We so appreciate Edna. The Discord, really, really, the Discord would not function. Actually. Actually. Without without Enya, and I need everyone to marvel at it, to really appreciate Edna for all the work that they do. Yeah, I I agree. It's a a sight to behold. It really doesn't make any any fucking sense to me. They're a lovely human, and and it was was good to be in conversation with them. And I hear you're going to be... Uh, you know, learning more from from Edna at some point in the future. I love that. I love a good foreshadowing. Make sure you listen to our sister show. Player Two is into the podcast. Mm. They said a great recap of what was essentially an E3 amount of news. <laughs> it was a lot. lot. It's a lot. It's a, Lord, there so are many so things. many opinions that we haven't shared about things that are going on and I think that's beautiful. We'll get there one day. We'll, 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 we'll have deep dive conversations about things that are really interesting. I love that. I love that. If you enjoyed this deep dive conversation, tell a gamer friend. Tell 
multiple. So we're skipping two this time. You got to at least tell three. Is that your version of like cutting me out of something? No. Do you usually do that? I feel like I do. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, we also want to shout out our patrons. We couldn't do this without them. Literally. Abner, Emma, Enya, Sarah, Nerdy, Shuli, Aime, Mike, Cody, and Alex. We appreciate you so much. Thank you for supporting the show. You can find almost all those people in the Discord that we've plugged several times. And with that, we will leave you to wait for more content from Gamer Friends and from Player 2 is into the podcast. You should have another episode next week from Player 2, and then we'll see you back here in about two weeks. I love that. I love that for us. I love that for the listener. Well, until then, deuces. Goodbye.